It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Trailblazers analytics specialist, analytics analyst, Tom Haberstro, also has his own Substack, uh, Tom the Finder, TomTheFinder.com, and he has an article up today. Uh, and people are going to get caught up in the quote here. And I, I, I don't want the quote to be the story, but it's the framing for the story. And for the worst day on the web, it, it is an interesting situation. It requires some nuance, which I, I know we're so good at in sports media nowadays. Nobody snaps to judgment about anything. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I try to be very fair with this stuff. Genuinely, I do. It, like it, it, For those that don't see the behind the scenes, like when we have conversations about serious stuff, we don't ever jump into it without having long yeah, talk conversations about it first. Yeah. ahead of time. Um, and being as fair as possible with that stuff. And what I hope we can kind of gather from this is it's two-part because what John Morant said a year ago to an NBA official is not something you should say. Um, it's not... I don't want to say it's not that big of a deal, but it's not that big of a deal. But if you remember last year in Oklahoma City, John Morant got tossed out for having an altercation with a fan. And by altercation, I mean he talked some S to him. And I'm sure that fan was also talking some S to him. What ended up happening was the ref hit him with two T's Jaws out, and then a AP reporter who was filling in. Mm-hmm. So uh, Annie Peterson is our AP reporter here for for basically the state of Oregon, mm-hmm. and, and Annie's goaded. Um, she's fantastic, but occasionally, like during the holidays, she will take some time off, and somebody like Eric Gunderson will fill in, who mm-hmm. has been filling in for her during the holidays. In the same situation here, uh, Cliff Brunt is the normal full time AP reporter. Um, for Oklahoma, but a older gentleman, a 69 year old Oklahoma man named Tony Sellers got that call to fill in for, uh, for, for Brunt on OKC that night. And he was the pool reporter who talked to, obviously not the pool reporter. He was the AB reporter who talked to John Morant and there's really nobody else there because it's OKC right. in the holidays. Yeah. There's no direct flights to OKC. So national media is not covering. It's, it's just, you know, it's whatever. But what you get is a quote where John Morant was asked, just kind of go over it in your mind what went down in that 15-second period. You were upset about the no call on the drive. You got the first tech, and 11 seconds later, the ref hit you with the second. Morant then says, so, so what you asking me? Reporter said, I'm asking just kind of your version of what went down, what was said. Morant's response, I feel, I feel like even if I said it don't matter. So, yeah, I would still get fined regardless for him being a hoe. I get number one being ejected, being pissed off. Uh-huh. I get number two, he's getting fined for those two technicals. That's three grand out of his pockets. I'd call somebody a hoe too. Especially if you feel like it had nothing to do with the game and there was a fan court side who was acting a bit foolish. Look, there's... Wait, so, uh, wait, so he called the official the hoe, yes, correct? Yes, for teeing him up back to back. Right. Look, there's... An innumerable amount of words you could choose otherwise. I mean, Jokic got tossed the other day for calling a ref a mother bleeper. Right. Yes. Well, and I feel like even that is... In the heat of the game, call the foul mother bleeper. Like, look, yeah. everybody wants the game to be this pristine Hoosiers, you know, stand-up dribble, respect the ref best. Well, and look, these, while, these while, dudes are dogs. They're going to talk some mess. While mother bleeper is technically a... a 
worse, more profane word that we cannot say on the radio, mm-hmm. while the other we can. Mm-hmm. The it, connotation behind it. Yes, the connotation behind it. Yeah. And in it's... It, what he's trying to do by using that language is emasculate somebody, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think what it... it more so what it does is it just reinforces the notion of exactly how immature Ja Morant is in everything he, that he does. Yes. And that's, that, that's part of this story. And again, like this he could have called him an a-hole and people wouldn't blink about no. it. But here's the thing. The reason you're just now hearing about this is because Tom Haberstroh found this. Right. A year ago. Why? Because this quote was never used. Yeah. Because had this gone and caught the league's attention, John would have been handed a $30,000 fine. Right. Which is nothing. No, but, but I mean... But but something would have you come You say something like, you run down the list of guys that have been fined for saying something about the officials, yeah. whether it's Van Vliet when he said it was bleeping terrible. Um, trying to think of another big fine that came up. I think Tom had a couple in here as well that came up at the same time period. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, James Harden called Scott Foster rude and arrogant. That was $25,000 fine. Mm-hmm. Um, See, and that's not even calling somebody a name. That's yeah. Just, that's just adjectives. Uh, Fred Van Vliet also got fined for call, saying some refs just want to be Ds. Yeah. And I'm not talking about dudes. Right. Yeah. But Richards. Things, yeah. Richards. Yes. Um, but again, this isn't necessarily about jaw. Yeah. The, the grander scheme here, and this is something we deal with a little bit here. It's the smaller market media bubble mm-hmm. and how you handle things. I've been covering the team now for more than a decade. And I've had people say, it, it's, it's something that genuinely pisses me off. That I have to be careful what I say, otherwise I will have access cut off. Right. And I will tell you right now, bluntly, I've already had my access cut off by Neil O'Shea. Mm-hmm. I have said before, he tried to get me fired. Yeah. I don't hide that. Yeah. And yet during that time period, when those things were happening to me, I didn't talk about it publicly. Right. I went about my job and I still said things that I believed in, that mm-hmm. I bu- that they bungled 2016, that they got the 2017 draft wrong. I was critical. Now, are there things behind the scenes that happen particularly personally, that I keep to myself? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I will not change that. But there is always this air of like, well, you got to be careful with what you report and what you don't because I'm like, no. If you say something on record in the locker room, that's fair game. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is that this... This was this interaction this was with John and that AP quote, reporter. Yes, wasn't Mike in the face. Yes, it was not an off the record conversation. And yet, this was buried. What? Like, and I think you get this because number one, you just it, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying Sellers didn't do its job. Mm-hmm. It's just it wasn't a thing because well, yeah, you know, it's John. It's well, and whether you know, as far as like the timeline goes, I'm not. Com- completely familiar with his other transgressions, but was it in the middle of uh, other issues that have popped up for Jaw? You know. Well, I mean, and this is this is straight from Habershow, and I don't want to give away too much because this is his, his paid material. But I, and again, uh, TomTheFinder dot It's a very very interesting story and about where kind of media is, particularly in smaller markets, and how it's shaped out. Uh, if you look at the AP report from Memphis, there's no mention about the whole line. 
When Sellers posted audio from his interview with Morant directly to his Twitter feed, he conspicuously cut out the first part that included the epithet. That, he told me, was his call. Yes, he understood this was something of a journalism faux pas, but he made his choice. He did the unpleasant work of asking a still-heated Morant about getting tossed from an NBA game and received a salacious soundbite from one of the biggest NBA stars. Another enterprising reporter with more aspirational dreams might be considered a big break. Sellers thought otherwise. And I feel like that's a very interesting point about where we are. Mm -hmm. You can argue either way. That Sellers did the right or the wrong thing. Journalistic integrity demands that that line be in there. Right. Does judicious belief of understanding the situation in a nearly 70-year-old man with more life experience going, kid's pissed off. I don't need to throw the water. I don't need to throw this fire on the, this log on the fire. You can see both lines pretty clearly, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess. It's still just... I don't know, man. It, it it still feels look. It it, it is a, a delicate dance, but that is something that should have been put out into the ether because it was in direct response to a question that he asked him for a you know purportedly for a story and to just it would be a headline, and instead you chose to bury it. And like you said, it's not something that was an off-the-record conversation that he just couldn't go with. It was on the record. And honestly, when with somebody that's had the sorts of issues that John Morant has, it should be put out there. And I think that's kind of the, the, the where ultimately I end up. As reporters, as assembled media, as it were, it is not our job to filter. Right. It's not. Yeah. And I, I don't mean this is the worst day on the web. There, of like There's the, a line the, between reporter and like columnist and commentator and, and, and reporter. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's the thing is my own personal space. I do kind of live in both. Right. Because I'm on the radio giving opinions every day. Yes. But I also write. Right. Yeah. And when I write, I write crappy as a reporter. <laughs> Right, but you also in, uh, but also in your reporting is mm-hmm. a lot of numbers and and analysis. Yes, yes, and so that you're right. Where it's, that is, it, it, it is a little is, more ubiquitous. Yeah, there's twenty years ago, there was a lot of guys like me who who were radio beat guys. Yes, yeah. because your writing is not just you know Scoot Henderson went five of nine from the field and three. It's uh, it's not an AP report from, filing. Yeah, no, it's not at all. No, it's 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 got more context than that. Yes. It is, it it's is a fusion. Yes, it is more. Beat writer analysis. Yeah. So again, again, that kind of speaks to the the way things are now. Right. That those lines are a little bit more blurred. And I find it interesting that this happened in Oklahoma City, because mm-hmm. if this is Los Angeles, if this is Boston, if this is New York, there's no way that this doesn't get out. New York Post tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, Morant, he's a expletive. You yeah. don't think that they're running with that immediately? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And there's an angry picture of John Morant. Right. Yeah. We, we know. We, 
you, I, I just put the image in your head, and you immediately know what no. that front page looks yeah. like. Yeah, no, exactly. Because listen, part of my responsibilities here every morning is putting up the Facebook and Instagram post, you know, uh, teasing the show. And so, what do I try to do? Is one, I try to find a recent picture of whoever it is. But part of what you do is you also want to try to find one that frames the way you you're trying to to say something. It's a very, it's a very interesting world that we're in. And one of the things that Haverstow highlights in this <clears throat> is something that I've mentioned with regards to Shaden Sharp. And I think most people would not understand this connotation. I shared this story for the first time, I think, last week. I'm talking about the first time Shaden had people in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, are, the, are you a big Kobe guy? Mm-hmm. Asking him about his shoes. Right. And the panicked look on his face when he looked over to the Blazers PR director, it was like, oh, is this on the record? Because uh, <laughs> he just did not know how to act. Right. John Morant's rise came during COVID mm-hmm. when media was not around. Right. And you're, you've got this era of player now, whether they're coming from college or they're early in their pro years, they said and did things <laughs> probably pretty commonly. Mm-hmm. Without any sign of any kind of ramification, a decorum, dare I say, professionalism. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, so following a press conference, like when, when I'm in there asking, you know, Chauncey questions in the media room, uh-huh. what ends up happening is when Chauncey raps, Rasan will go, "Hey, uh, all right, meet you guys in the locker room." Well, they'll go in the locker room, and we will wait outside right. for ten minutes while mm-hmm. they get stuff ready. Right. Hey. Clean up whatever, put whatever away. Yeah, they're coming in, tighten it up. Yeah, that's like that's part of the deal, right? Right. This this whole thing, it's a it's a greater scale look at where we stand in all of this of player and media personnel interactions, and not just job, but how the media does or doesn't report things and. How much more onus certain things fall into. And I think it's just, it's becoming a worse and worse space overall. And ha- because there's no, and I hate the whole like the integrity of journalism. Mm-hmm. Look, man, there's plenty of people, how locally that integrity was lost long ago. Right. Where I just look at it and go, sure, whatever you want. Right. Like, we, we've all seen it. So, why is it now the fall on the reporter? Why? But at the same time, should we aspire to that being more? To that being more common? To where that that standard is uplifted a little bit more often? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in today's world, it's, it's it's just a funky place to end up. Yeah, it's it's look like it or not. However, this AP feel an AP reporter wanted to see it. It's not up to that reporter to decide whether or not it's a story. He's there reporting a story. You report what you find. And that's what was found. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, that should have been released at the time. So, like I said, in this, my opinion, this is less about what Morant said and more yeah. about how it wasn't right. out there. Yeah. Well, in my mind, it's also about what he said, because it just it's it's another it's another notch in the belt of John Morant's immaturity. Right. So you just look at it and go, oh, you're yeah, kidding me. Like, really? Come on, dude. 